Hey, good morning. I'm Playbook co-author Rachel Bade. It's Monday, December 18th, and we are one week out from Christmas, so get that holiday shopping done while you can. That is, unless you're a senator or a Senate staffer, in which case you will be chained to your desk for a few more days. Thank you, Chuck Schumer. As you know, the Senate Majority Leader canceled the first week of holiday recess to try to increase pressure on negotiators to come up with a border deal. But alas, this morning we can report that there is still no framework, and this is despite the fact that negotiators met through the weekend. Kirsten Cinema said they even closed out portions of their talks and finalized pieces of a potential framework, but they're just not there. And this all but assures that the White House is going to have to wait until January for a vote on its $100 billion national security supplemental. That's if they get a vote at all. To be sure, just to try to make a point, Schumer could try to force a vote on the White House supplemental this week before senators go home, but this is not going to pass and everyone knows it. And it just raises the question, why is the Senate in session at all this week? We were asking ourselves the same question last night. Republicans, meanwhile, have been blaring at the top of their lungs all weekend that they are not going to let Schumer jam them into accepting some sort of border deal that they're uncomfortable with. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell insisted in a letter to his colleagues that there are, quote, significant issues still under discussion. And that was a warning that came just a couple hours after John Cornyn and Lindsey Graham took to the Sunday talk shows to make a similar we-won't-get-bullied spiel. Top GOP negotiator James Langford, meanwhile, told reporters late last night that a vote the week of January 8th seems more of a, quote, realistic timeline. That's around the time that conservatives are asking for Republicans to have a special conference meeting to talk about the border matter writ large. Meanwhile, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis got some bad news this weekend. Jeff Rowe, the veteran Republican strategist who has been leading Never Back Down, Ron DeSantis' super PAC, announced that he's actually resigning. The final straw for Rowe, who's been battling with Scott Wagner, the group's chairman, actually came over the weekend when the Washington Post published a story that quoted Wagner, the group's chairman, blaming Rowe's business associates who had left the PAC in recent months and saying that there had been, quote, mismanagement and conduct issues. This obviously comes as DeSantis has been trying to get some momentum in the couple days left before the Iowa caucuses. Iowa is obviously where he has staked all of his political capital, and yet Nikki Haley is still nipping at his heels. Speaking of which, there was a new poll about Iowa and New Hampshire from CBS News and YouGov. In Iowa, Trump is at 58%, DeSantis at 22%, and Nikki Haley's at 13 This morning in Playbook, we also have a little bit of a dive into new Freedom Caucus Chairman Bob Good. The Virginia Republican is definitely a bomb thrower, and he actually has something to prove. He's facing a primary challenge back home by a Trump supporter who is upset that he backed Ron DeSantis in the primary over Donald Trump. Read more in Playbook if you want to learn more about Good, who is going to be new Speaker Mike Johnson's greatest pain in his ass. And for the rest of your schedule today, the Senate is in. They'll be voting on Martin O'Malley's nomination as Social Security Administration Commissioner at 5.30 p.m. The House is out. And Biden has no public events on his schedule. I'm Rachel Bade. Thanks for listening.